Wherever you are listening to us, we thank you so much for tuning in this morning and this afternoon. Welcome to What's Wrong With Me, Doctor, a podcast dedicated to bringing us up and close and personal with professionals in the medical field without paying the medical bills. I'm Ray Hammer, and we release new episodes frequently, so be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts, and please review and rate us so others can learn from the information and wisdom shared during this and other episodes. You can always listen to us and find out other info about the podcast on our website, what's wrong with me, doctor.com. During the podcast, our guest doctors share a lot of information as informative and as helpful the info might be. It's not intended to treat, diagnose, cure, or prevent any diseases. It's strictly for informational purposes. This episode's sponsor is Boca Home Care Services. More about them later on. All right. Let's get started with today's expert. I welcome our guest today, Dr. Daniel Greenstein, a dentistry practitioner who has been diagnosing, treating, and operating in his field for over 37 years. Dr. Greenstein performs almost every imaginable dental procedure with a gentle touch and a caring attitude. Today, with the help of Dr. Greenstein, we're going to talk about the mystery fluid that you never think about until you don't have any. Curious? Stick around. Welcome, Dr. Greenstein. Ray, thank you very much. Nice to be here. It's good to have you on the podcast on what's wrong with me, doctor. We're going to find out what's wrong with me, doctor. People are spitting on me all the time. What is that? You must have some very young friends then who are spitting on you. As, <laughs> as we say in the business, spit happens. So um, saliva is the mystery fluid that we don't think about until we don't have any. And I, I see a lot of older uh, patients in my practice, and it's a very uh, noticeable problem when people do not have enough saliva. Uh, so we're here to talk about the benefits of saliva here today, basically. All right. Is there a medical term for saliva, or is that it? No. Uh, oh, for saliva itself? No, that's uh, it is saliva, or in Spanish, saliva. You All right. Say, so. So, so slang is spit, and technical is saliva. So we're going to go with that. <laughs> why why do we need spit seriously well if you want to enjoy your food you definitely have to have saliva it helps the food get digested there's something called amylase in there so that starts off the digestive process plus it just lubricates um, your mouth and your esophagus if you didn't have any saliva it gets pretty uh, difficult to chew food and swallow it so that's the first thing and there are other reasons uh, to you know several other reasons but that's number one all right, we're going to break that down a little bit. Why do we, why is it so important? Why do I need it? Can, can we function without it? Um, you can function. It just makes your life kind of miserable. Um, also, it increases tooth decay, bad breath. It doesn't wash. Without saliva, you don't get the bacteria washed off your teeth. Um, saliva has minerals. It remineralizes your teeth, prevents decay. Um, it washes off the bacteria in food, as I mentioned. Uh, it also has antibodies in there, something called IgA. It helps uh, with infection. And if you have any like cuts in your lip or your cheeks or anything, things in the mouth heal up really quickly because there's a lot of positive, uh, good proteins in there and antibodies that uh, make your mouth uh, much more uh, uh, able to uh, fight off any you know problems that uh, might happen while you're uh, you know just walking around and enjoying, enjoying life. So, so saliva is at work for us constantly. Constantly. You don't even think about it. I mean, you're, you're producing uh, pints a day of it. And enough, uh, some research say, 
to fill up two bathtubs uh, in your lifetime. So that's a lot of saliva. That's a, that's a lot of saliva. So um, let me go back to something you said before that it smells bad breath. Where's that? Where's that coming from? Why does saliva smell? No, it's not the saliva that smells. It's just the bacteria uh, proliferate without the saliva washing it off. So you get just an overgrowth of bacteria. The bacteria is what causes uh, bad breath, uh, sulfide compounds. So the Uh, saliva is there to fix bad breath. Correct. Like older people or when you wake up in the morning and you have, you know, a morning breath Mm -hmm. uh, because your saliva flow goes down at nighttime. So, and especially if people are breathing with their mouth open, it dries out their mouth and it just gives a better environment for the bacteria to grow. Got it. And where is this saliva actually coming from? Well, there are three major um, pairs of salivary glands. The one that most people know about is on the side of your cheek, the parotid gland. And um, I don't know if mumps is a thing anymore for kids, but it was when I was a kid. And mumps affects uh, one of the symptoms is that your saliva glands get really swollen and puffy. Um, And then there's underneath your tongue, there's saliva glands and underneath your chin. So those three are the major areas where the saliva flow uh, originates from. All right. Not not to be gross or or uh, overly graphic, but our listeners are used to that. Uh, the, the saliva that we have in our mouth, at some point, we're not, we're not spitting it out or expectorating. We're swallowing it. How right. bad is that for us? No, that's good. You want, no one's sitting around spitting unless, you know, it was a wild, wild west and you had spittoons um, after you were chewing your tobacco. Right, but, but the saliva is swishing away the bacteria in our correct. mouth or whatever it is that's yucky in our mouth and we're swallowing it. Correct. So then it gets, you know, any of those kind of uh, problem things are getting most likely killed by acids in your stomach and things. So that's not really an issue. But um, it just you, it's just a constant flow to keep everything moving and, and lubricated and your esophagus and your pharynx, the, the posterior part of your mouth. Without it, you're, it gets all dried out and it's very difficult, like I said, to swallow it all or to chew any of your food. So let's talk about the two extremes, too much saliva, and that's when, when uh, I guess we're drooling or spitting when we talk, and too little saliva, which I guess would be dry mouth? Yes. The technical term for dry mouth is uh, xerostomia. Um, so xerostomia with an X, like xylophone. <laughs> uh, xerostomia is uh, when you don't have enough saliva. And like I said, as we get older, our saliva flow goes down, and also a lot of medications cause that uh, to occur. Also, if you have radiation treatment to your head or neck, it really affects your glands and it really shuts them down so you have a lot less saliva. And there's some autoimmune diseases that also cause xerostomia. Number one is something called Sjogren's syndrome, which affects the uh, saliva glands quite a, quite, a, uh, quite a bit. And these patients just report you know, that they just are very unhappy because they're always smacking their lips. You can see when someone it doesn't have a lot of saliva. Um, so anyhow, people who have too much saliva, that's really, I, I don't really come across that as a problem. Um, older people with dentures and stuff, sometimes that's an issue that the saliva will, you know, pool and um, leak from the side of their mouth. But, you know, drooling is really just for babies, not really that much for adults until you get really old, you know, and you're in a nursing home or something. But <laughs> All right. All right. We're going to continue in just a moment, and we're going to get to some of the effects of various factors on our saliva and some of the treatment options, because uh, I'm, I'm very curious to know 
more about spit and saliva. You're listening to What's Wrong With Me, Doctor. I'm Ray Hammer. I'd like to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Boca Home Care Services, a family-owned and operated company in business for 23 years, referring home health aides to your house. The home health aides assist with activities of daily living. Boca Home Care Services' mission is to keep you safe and secure in your home environment. Check out their website at bocahomecareservices.com. Our guest this episode today is Dr. Daniel Greenstein, a dentistry practitioner who's been diagnosing, treating, and operating in his field for over 37 years. How would you go about determining if someone has saliva issues and maybe some of the symptoms that some of our listeners might be feeling and the tests that you'd put them through? Um, there's really no test. Um, not that I'm familiar with. Um, people either come in and they complain, oh, doc, I've got dry mouth. What can I do about it? Um, so the number one thing is that we recommend that people drink more water. Uh, that's number one. The other thing is we recommend that they try to chew on ice chips if they can. I know it sounds a little strange, but if they can carry around um, some ice and just you know chew on that, that'll help. Um, the third thing is to chew on sugar-free gum because the uh, the activity of chewing stimulates the brain, which stimulates the saliva glands, and anything that stimulates like chewing will uh, you know help create some more saliva. And the fact that we want it to be sugar-free is obviously since uh, we don't want to create more cavities. So those are the three things that usually I'm recommending to patients, and there's really no test that I know of. It's just that people just have this complaint. And you can look in their mouth and their tongue is completely dry. The roof, you know, the floor of their mouth is completely dry. And they're always smacking their lips and they're always trying to, you know, just have something. They're always doing, making that sound with their tongue and their lips. Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. I, you know, I always admire a dentist who says he chew on sugar-free gum because you could be telling us to sh chew on sugar-full gum or caramels and just builds up your business. Oh, yeah. So jawbreakers. Here's a jawbreaker. Make my day, Ray. That's really what I say. You know, four out of five dentists, you know, recommend sugar-free gum. So I'm always wondering who that fifth dentist is. <laughs> Probably my dentist. All right. Let's talk about lifestyle changes. What can a listener do uh, before coming to you with a saliva issue in order to lower the risk of complications with their saliva? Um, the, if they notice that they have dry mouth, the, um, there's these products uh, over the counter in Walgreens, CVS, and the drugstores that say that they're good for dry mouth. My patients say they try it. It doesn't really work that well. I would recommend not using a mouthwash that has alcohol in it because alcohol also dries out your mouth. But I would recommend um, to protect your teeth is to have as much fluoride as you can against the surface of the teeth. So obviously, we're going to suggest that you keep your teeth really clean um, and keep all the bacteria and the plaque off. But to subsidize or to add fluoride, um, you can buy something called ACT over the counter. It has a lot of fluoride in it, ACT, and obviously use a fluoride toothpaste, um, get your teeth cleaned. But you know we're trying to um, protect the teeth. Now, if you're a dentalist and you don't have any teeth and you just have dentures, often it's very hard to keep your dentures in when you don't have saliva. They rub against your tissue, it makes sores. It's just, it's not a, a really great experience to encounter. Um, and there's not that much they can do, unfortunately. Like I said, aside from drinking a lot of water, chewing ice, and trying to simulate chewing, like Pavlov's dog, like that experiment. <laughs> so, so, right. So, so let me flip this for a second. If my, if I have dry mouth, 
Does that mean that I'm not taking good care of my teeth? Uh, no, not, not, no. The other way around. Uh, the dry mouth could cause you to have uh, problems with your teeth. If you have dry mouth, it's usually caused by other things. And the number one thing is medications, especially like blood pressure medications, antidepressants, anti-tranquilizers. These things have a cholinergic effect to uh, cause the shutdown of the uh, nervous system parts that create the decrease in saliva. So that's the number one thing. The second thing is that people sleep with their mouth open, and that obviously dries out your mouth. So uh, those are the two most How do you fix that? <laughs> that's binder a clip? One. A binder clip. No, seriously, how do, you fix, how do you fix people who sleep with their mouth open? Is there a retainer well, or something? Yeah, you could, you could wear um, a, a device that um, would hold your teeth together, like um, something for snoring. And that actually um, would keep your jaw closed. Um, a lot of people who snore, they snore with their mouth open, and the airway that's going through rubs, creates this um, flow of air that vibrates the soft palate. So we can make a, a, an anti-snoring device that closes your mouth and creates a, a, a thinner airflow, um, so that that vibration doesn't occur. So that's something that could help close your mouth. Yes. All right, and we all encounter saliva at some point in the day what and i, I want to run a couple of scenarios by you in a second but what what is saliva composed of is it mo water yeah mostly water like 99 percent of saliva is water yep just water and then and, the, the other things are basically you know proteins and other functions of uh physiological uh enzymes and minerals that help you know like i said with digestion and keeping your teeth Everybody, you're listening to our podcast. What's wrong with me, doctor? We have Dr. Greenstein here. Let me pose a couple of scenarios for you, doctor, if I may. I walk into a restaurant and I see a delicious hamburger, juicy hamburger. My mouth starts to, I guess, using the technical term, starts to salivate or I start to salivate. Correct. What is that? That's just a response that we've developed, uh, evolution. <laughs> to create, you know, make it easier for you to swallow your food. So your eyes, the smell, create this desire um, to eat, and then the saliva flow will increase. And that's just a physiological response to uh, what you're seeing is, you know, something that you really want to eat. All right. Is that different than the saliva that actually happens while I'm eating? No, it's the same saliva. It's just being stimulated um, by another, you know, another way, another mechanism. But when you're chewing, it's the same kind of thing that this this uh, circular nervous pathway from your brain to the to the salivary glands gets activated. Uh, is there truth to the fact that I need saliva in order to taste my food? Yes, very much. People have dry mouth. They say I can't taste things like I used to. So yes, there is a factor with saliva um, on taste. Yep. Okay. I've also heard there sometimes before somebody. Uh, is about to throw up, that they feel their mouth get moist? Um, yes, there's evidence that that occurs. So that's a, I mean, the uh, evolutionary thought there is that as your stomach acids come up through your, your mouth, that it decreases the acidic effect against the teeth. Um, like if you, if I have patients who are bulimic, mm -hmm. um, I mean, their teeth are completely shot. Uh, it's amazing how uh, the inside part of their teeth are completely worn out, and you can just see it right away um, that all the enamel is, is uh, stripped. 
and it's from the acid from their mouth. And I can, you know, sometimes I've asked people and they go, do you have like uh, an eating disorder? Because your teeth, you know, there must be a reason how this happened. They say, yeah, I did or I do or something like that. So the saliva kind of neutralizes that. Um, it's interesting that that can be that's an that interesting that that can be an indicator of uh, of eating disorders. Yeah, definitely. All right, final question for you: Is there a right amount of saliva or a wrong amount of saliva? Uh, no, not that I know of. Uh, some of my patients, though, it's just unbelievable when I'm working on them. It's amazing how much saliva they have. Like I'm wondering, where is it coming from? Where is this pump? Did they carry it in? <laughs> it's just like they're going to drown on their own spit. You know, it's a bad headline. Patient yeah. drowns at dentists on their own saliva. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a good thing you guys invented that sucking thing that can uh, get get rid of the saliva. Doctor, oh, yeah. yeah. All right, Doctor Greenstein, can't thank you enough. Reminding our listeners to always look out for that ray of sunshine and hope. Our guest this episode was Doctor D- Daniel Greenstein, a dentistry practitioner who's been diagnosing, treating, and operating in this field for over 37 years. Dr. Greenstein performs almost every dental procedure with a gentle touch and a caring attitude. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Ray, thank you for having me. It was really a lot of fun. And remember, spit happens. All right. Of course, thanks to our sponsor for today's episode, Boca Home Care Services, referring home health aides to your house to assist with activities of daily living and to keep you safe and secure in your home environment. Check out their website at bocahomecareservices.com. I'm Ray Hammer. And as a reminder, we release new episodes of What's Wrong With Me, Doctor, frequently. So be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts and please review and rate us so others can learn from the information and wisdom shared during this and other episodes. You can always listen to us and find out other info about the podcast on our website, what's wrong with me, doctor.com. Stay healthy.